Oh, hi. Thanks for hitting play on the Melbourne Digest podcast. What an absolute legend you are. But enough of me saying lots of good things about you and time for more food chat. Now cue that jazzy intro music. Hello, you're listening to the Melbourne Digest podcast, and this is the bit where I usually introduce a really awesome guest. Now, I hate to break it to you today because this is going to be maybe not as awesome a guest as usual because you're going to be stuck listening to me. So I thought this was a really great opportunity to actually explore some of the amazing recommendations that we get from all of our guests. For anyone that's been listening for a while, you'll know that every week we chat to different people and they give us a whole heap of good recommendations of some of their favorite Melbourne food destinations. We've racked up quite a list at the moment, so I thought it was time to give my verdict on some of the ones that I've tried in, in an effort to make sure you get all of the goodness from these recommendations as well. So in some snackable content, we're going to run through in a quick episode my thoughts on some of our guests' favourite Melbourne food destinations. Let's go back now to season one, and we had a fantastic episode with uh, Daniel from Northside Huller. And Daniel was telling us about this fantastic little schnitzel sandwich shop out in an industrial part of Moorabbin called Marco Schnitzel. Now, I thought I would go and give it a crack, so off I drove to Moorabbin when I was passing one day, following my Google Maps directions, and we very much went down into the industrial side of Moorabbin. Daniel was not kidding. I think Marco's is kind of sandwiched in between a tile shop, there's like a car repair place. It's seriously not where you'd expect to be finding some awesome food. But on this rare occasion, I'm happy to be proved wrong uh, because Marco's was so good. I went in there and it's essentially a salad bar of delicious things. I mean, this isn't just a chopped tomato, a bit of iceberg lettuce. This is just like a whole salad bar of the most delicious fillings you can get. So I guess just to give you a bit of an idea, I ordered my schnitzel so you can choose uh, crumbed, you can choose herbed, original, all the different types. And then I got to go crazy on my salad bar options. So I chose like this delicious kind of vinegary salsa, some carrot, beetroot, cheese, pickled onion, pickled carrot, this beautiful mixed salad, all wedged in with my schnitzel, some sauces on a really good bun. And oh my God, it was delicious. It was so good that when I was passing by earlier this year on a desperate search for rats because I had been in contact with about hmm, 60,000 COVID positive people, I happened to be passing by and it was closed and it actually killed my soul a little bit because those sandwiches are delicious. Would really highly recommend. So let's just continue on with my sandwich hunt for a little while and move on to one of Eddie from Munch Bakery's recommendations. Now, he said that you simply must go to the fish sandwich store connected to Claypot's Evening Star at South Melbourne Market. So one day I was at South Melbourne Market and saw the sandwich store, so thought that's lunch sorted. 
Now, as I was watching them, I was a little bit underwhelmed because I'm not kidding when I say this sandwich is literally a bit of fish between some bread, a bit of lettuce, a bit of a kind of oniony salad. But I'm delighted to be proven wrong because that sandwich is delicious. I don't know what they put on it, what kind of weird crack-like addictive substance, but that sandwich is delicious. I mean, I have a sneaking suspicion it's probably because the seafood is amazingly fresh, the salad is amazingly fresh, they've got really good quality bread, it's put onto the juices of the pan for a while. I mean, they're doing something simple, but they're doing it really, really well. So I would also highly recommend Clay Pots as well because that is a fantastic seafood place. Now, if we just continue on with our little South Melbourne market exploration, Hilary Rowe, uh, who was in episode one of this season, recommended Agatha Patisserie, which if you haven't heard of Agatha Patisserie and you go to South Melbourne market a lot, you've probably been living under a rock because there is always a queue at this place. It doesn't matter if you can't find it. You just kind of follow the smell and follow the queue and eventually you're going to run into it. I've had their croissants before and their croissants are good Uh, and I decided this time I was going to mix it up a little bit and I got one of their cherry and pistachio danishes which I always find is a good leveler of what is a good bakery because a danish you sometimes get those horrible floppy plastic cheese like gel things they just kind of put on top of the fruit and it's pretty awful. This was not like this at all. The cherries were amazingly like stewed. They were just sitting in this beautiful flaky pastry. They then had this like pistachio cream on top and it was delicious. Talking of croissants though, because I think a croissant really varies from bakery to bakery. One of my absolute favorite croissants um, was recommended by Asha from Luna Blue Gelato. And she talked about the Baker Blue croissants. And I am 100% fully with her on this. They are excellent. For me, when it comes to a croissant, I don't want a croissant that I wear rather than eat that's so flaky that every mouthful you lose half of the croissant onto your shirt. For me, a croissant should have that beautiful flake still, but should still be that kind of chewy, delicious, buttery pastry inside that you can bite into. I mean, I never want something that's a stodge and I feel like I've literally eaten a whole block of butter, but I want enough of that butter, you know? Not that I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack, but I want that stodge there too. Baker Blue, I think, is amazing at this and not to mention their bread is also delicious, as is Ash's other fantastic recommendation, which was Elwood Sourdough. Now, Elwood Sourdough were the guests for us and they were unbelievable. I think I raved about them enough back then. So this is my advice to you again, that if you haven't gone, you really should pop by on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Finally, we're going to get to Sam's Cafe. Now, this was a recommendation from Deb Monaghan in the last episode of season one. And I'm actually going to be very coy on this because in not giving anything away, I wonder who our next guest could possibly be on our next episode. Uh, Spoiler, it's Sam's Cafe. So I'm going to stay mum about this for a moment other than to say it is fantastic. Mary, the owner, is fantastic. And in anticipation of the episode, I would encourage you to go and whet your appetite a little bit with them and go this weekend and get one of their mega toasties. Honestly, These toasties are the best in Melbourne. They are mwah. So that is enough from me. 
Uh, next week, we will be back to normal programming and we will have some more wonderful guests. But until then, try out some of the recommendations that we've got so far. There's a whole page on the website of all the recommendations and I think they're a pretty good list. All right, enjoy. Bye. Bye.